you guys watching us do this is a real treat. Yeah, it's like watching the death of Princess <laughs> Diana live. Does anyone remember watching that live? <laughs> no, the royal family does. <laughs> do, 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 it is Soundwave on my shirt. He's all silver. Thank Sh- you. Should we um do it? Sure. What what are the words that come out of our mouths? I think I can do it. Cool. It's your turn. Okay. Go for it. Hey everybody, welcome back to Articulation Assembled, the podcast where we talk movies, TV, comic books, and of course the action figures inspired by them. And I say of course because <laughs> You almost blew it. <laughs> I'm Glenn Webb of Toy Talking and YouTubing fame. Joining me as ever is... Craig Warwick, YouTuber and action figure customiser. Yeah, why not? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I make at least two a year. That counts, right? Yep. So in this episode... Yes. We're going to be um, getting into the Deadpool movie. We will, yep. Um, so if you haven't seen that, you may want to... I know, slit your wrists or Who something. Who hasn't seen it at this point though, right? <laughs> we purposefully <laughs> left it this long because... To give people a chance. When we talk about Jessica Jones up front, everyone's yeah. like, la 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 la, not listening. And it was probably the one movie where we didn't need to do that because it seemed the opening weekend, the whole world went to go see it. Also, it's spoiler proof because nothing happens. But that's... <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> but not only that, we're going to be unveiling our Deadpool dream wave of Marvel Legends. That's right. This is what we think should have been the Deadpool wave that Hasbro unveil, unveiled yes. at Toy Fair uh-huh. a little while back. And we have viewer dream waves too to share Yes, with we you do. All, People right? have written in with their Marvel Legends dream waves, six figures and a bath. Yes. And, um, yeah, we'll be sharing those later on. Yeah. Um, but before we get to that, what's in the news, Glenn? Um, I get, well, I guess sh- should we deal with the live chat? Shall we? People are saying, "Give me a shout out." What's going on? I'm just oh, thinking, maybe we, our, our biggest news is the podcast coming to an end. Yes, right? it is. Yeah. Um, we do thank everyone who has supported this podcast, especially people who have put their money where their math is. Yeah. On Patreon. Whatever a math is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I guess we're going to be frank. The podcast kind of been on life support for a while now, isn't it? Yeah. When we went down to sort of monthly, it was like, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Struggling. Um, You know, unfortunately, we kind of went into podcasting a bit naively. You know, Craig and I are friends in real life. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> for those listening on the podcast Glenn did a, a gesture as if like duh and we just assumed yeah we'll meet chat and upload it to the internet and unfortunately we realised it's a whole lot more time consuming than that Yeah, we kind of meeting to prep what we're going to talk about we record for a couple of hours and then the editing yeah if you've ever watched anyone else's podcast on YouTube and I'm going to throw some real shade here. It's not as simple as just turning on the camera and going for it. Nah, it doesn't end up too good. But, oh, well, who am I to judge? 
I mean, some of it is us. We just tend to be slaves to editing. Yes. You know, and I, I can say I've probably spent six hours editing an episode. Oh. Like, I've been up until 6 a.m. to get it uploaded to SoundCloud in timely fashion. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, we just don't have the audience, really, to yeah. justify that anymore. I mean, it is slowly coming, but it, it's just too slow. I mean, I don't want to underappreciate people who have supported us, uh-huh. but... You know, having my wildly successful YouTube channel. <laughs> you know, when I look back at the last episode we did, and I see it's got like 700 listens in uh-huh. two weeks, and yep. it's kind of I do that in half an hour uh-huh. when I upload a video to YouTube. So it's about kind of managing I, our own time. Maybe. I only have so much time. Yeah, it is. No, you know, like we said, we do appreciate everyone that's listened. And uh, has put their money where the mouth has and has shared it round. Um, thank you all so much for doing that. And I know there are people who will miss this podcast dearly. And honestly, if not for those people, we probably wouldn't have continued doing this for as long as we yeah, have done. Absolutely. We get emails from the same people over and over and we, we love them so much. And they share our stuff and they, yeah, they really get what we're doing and enjoy it. But um, yeah. Yes. What can we do? Some things just ain't meant to be. Yep. Switch it off. Mm-hmm. Like, should we talk some news? No, if we would just end it there. <laughs> <laughs> right, everyone. Mm, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, coming a close second to this being the last articulation assembled, Spider-Man turned up in a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, doesn't really rank up there with us finishing, but... Yep. Or should I do a Spider-Man theme tune that people will actually know? Yeah. Can you? I think probably the 60s one's like the classic one, isn't it? Yeah, Spider-Man. it says Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, if you're... It's like Batman, Batman. Yeah. If you say the name of the superhero, it tends to be their theme tune. <laughs> but even Superman... Superman, <laughs> Superman, Superman, Superman. So, um, yeah, Disney couldn't hold their nerve any longer. No. They've flung Spider-Man out onto no. the internet. Yep, they've been edging for eight months and now that's gone. I said on Facebook I'd have much rather have been sat comfortably at the cinema watching him for the first time on the big screen instead of on my phone yep. walking home from Tesco's after picking up a few bits. Mm-hmm. But that was my Spider-Man experience. I guess. Is this not the week before Batman vs. Superman comes out or something? So Probably. You're so a Batman vs. Superman expert. In that <laughs> I don't fall asleep when it's on. Um, what am I saying? Oh, yeah. So I think I, th- I think say, are Marvel trying to steal... Well, basically. Why Warner wouldn't? Why wouldn't? Yeah. why wouldn't you? It's all... The whole... Everything is just seems to be... What a whole series of one upsmanship that seems to be what making movies is now yeah people only have so much money yeah. to go see movies that come out in a short time span so yeah. kids are only interested I think the majority of kids are only interested in superheroes for a short span of their life that's a market they have to win right. for that generation I mean this the trailer I think went live like an hour before we're talking now and yeah. um the dust has yet to settle, but it seems to either be people crying and talking in... Yeah, or that this was the most emotional moment of my whole yeah. life. Spider-Man turning up for the fifth time in the movie. 
the sixth time in a movie. Yeah. And then the other end of the scale is the... Looks like shit. Yeah. Those <laughs> childhoods are being raped. <laughs> yeah. And there are also people already doing ACBA of it, you uh, know. Yeah. Quick, get your Spider-Man with a shield. Oh, there'll be customs going on right now. <laughs> paintbrush in hand. Drawing a, a blue blue line around the top of Spider-Man's leg. <laughs> Movie Spider-Man. It's happening. If you weren't here, you'd be doing it, Craig, I'm sure. Don't think so. I'm not the one that made uh, a movie Deadpool and then made a Netflix Daredevil, Glenn. Did I? Who made a movie Deadpool? You made a movie Deadpool. A Wolverine Origins movie Deadpool. Oh, okay. I think that gives me cred. (laughs) (laughs) In a weird way, no? Not sure. I think it does. I think we're getting to that point now where there is like a people supporting that movie. I've started to feel a ground, like yeah, it's movement it's, it's of... become like Showgirls. Yeah, don't you think it's like Deadpool's poked fun at it, and now it's like yeah, it's all right to like it. You yeah. know, you're ironic. You can enjoy it. You're ironically liking it. Yeah, you don't have to say it's good. Yeah, you can enjoy it. Um, so where do you fall on the spectrum? Did you cry? No. Well, I watched it here with you. I didn't even know my childhood was raped, but that's a different story. (laughs) Um, That was Wanda. (laughs) In her accent. Um, I don't know. It was Spider-Man turning up probably as much as I expected him to. It's like there's no imagination behind that sudden appearance. I don't know. I'm feeling like when I watched it, I had a weird kind of, is this happening? Is this real? Yeah. It's a bit like when I came out from seeing The Force Awakens, I was like, I might love it, I might hate it, I just uh-huh. don't know. Yeah. And I feel like that about this. Like, uh... yeah. It looked very CGI is the thing that struck me. It's also, to me, it diffuses that scene a bit, you know, where the heroes are running at each other yeah. at the airport and Spider-Man steals Cap Shield and it's like, hey, what's up, guys? And it's like, yeah. was that it? Yeah. Like, that's the culmination of that. Does Wanda just hover in there and go, oh, what's happening now? Because <laughs> <laughs> until now, we've kind of had the idea that that was like the climax. Yeah, where the humans running yeah. away between <laughs> But yeah, but we were saying on that airstrip, what is he swinging in? Yeah, it's like it's an airstrip. Where's he swinging from? Like he steals Cap Shield from above. He must be on a helicopter. Is he on Giant Man? Flying. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's all right. (laughs) Yeah, you thought it looked kind of cheap, though, didn't you? Not cheap CGI. Yeah. I felt like it it just looked too CGI. Like I said, I've seen Tom Holland, the actor who's playing Spider-Man on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, he he does have a dance background and I've seen him do various, you know, backflips and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you have someone who can do that, yep. you know, why CGI it? Yeah. It could just be a very good costume. Yeah. And I did have to Google underoos to make sure they were what right, I yeah. thought they were. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a very America-specific yeah. thing there. They might want to rethink the whole movie. I don't think it's going to do well internationally, referring to an American brand of underwear. 
But they're very aware internationally because Sokovia. That's right, Sokovia. That was a tragedy in Sokovia. <laughs> I still just want to laugh out loud whenever they say Sokovia with a serious. Sokovia. Like, why can't All they of have... the babies in the Sokovia are dead. <laughs> <laughs> you mustn't laugh. Why couldn't they have just picked a real European country? No, you know, Maybe they like it happened in New York, it happened in Washington. <laughs> like, why couldn't they say Serbia? <laughs> if Serbia still exists, I don't I know. I don't know politically. Me, I hurt <laughs> Maybe that's why. Yeah, because they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, is this map up to date? Let's just make it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, but that comes out with in a month or so. Um, I believe is it. Maybe, I think it's the last week in April here in the UK, maybe the okay. first week in May in the US. Right. Okay, well, should be exciting. Yep. And, uh I guess, let's just talk quickly. What did you think of the Ghostbusters trailer? Oh, yeah. Um I don't know. It was, it looked like it had, it's hard, to, I, I don't like to judge a movie based on its trailer because I always think the people that make the trailers are not the people who are making the movie and the full movie isn't available and they're just trying to sell you something, they're not trying to entertain you. So I, I don't like to judge it, but it didn't look great. It, it looked like it had sucked all the imagination and talent out of Ghostbusters, like the ghosts looked like the ghosts in anything. In Ghostbusters the ghosts were all very varied and different. There was the terror dogs, there was the ghost in the library, there was Slimer, there was like the zombie cab driver, the weird spectral thing that comes out of the drain. Um, but these all seem to be like blue. Yeah, colour-coded. Yeah. Like, there's a red ghost, there's <laughs> a blue ghost. So, like, it, it <clears throat> kind of looked like Scooby-Doo, Monsters Unleashed or something. Yeah. Um, and the comedy looked like it was that kind of, you know... Talking, talking, talking. Oh, someone's been kicked in the balls. Whoa! Or, oh, there's been, they've spewed on me. Oh! Like, it's not as subtle as they're in the elevator and they turn on the proton pack and it winds up and they all back off. It's not as, you know, no one's saying anything, no one's reacting. It's It just seemed a bit unimaginative, untalented and uninspired. I but, do, re- you know, I do think the original Ghostbusters is a great movie but I am really amazed I didn't realise how precious it was to people oh okay you know Mm -hmm. I think something only becomes precious when someone sort of tries to take it away from you if they had done something that wasn't you know completely changing the fabric and or pretending to be it yeah that's why I think remakes don't go down well at all usually because yeah. you know they try to take, but whereas if you just make a crap sequel it's like whatever that doesn't really yeah. affect the original it's just it the way people are reacting uh, it kind of feels like this is the first instance that this has ever happened yeah and I'm like do they get this bent out of shape about everything or is it just this you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah like Robocop did Total Recall, other kind of remakes. Mm-hmm. I think if they'd made Robocop a woman, <laughs> you know, I think there's always that thing. People have a knee-jerk reaction when they they view something as political correctness, 
which I don't believe there is such a thing as political correctness. I think it's just, you know, common sense most of the time that, like, privileged people rail against. They don't understand the privilege, so they rail against it. But um, I think there's part of that people are seeing it as a an affirmative action, you know, assault on something they like. It's feeling to me like Fantastic Four did last year. Uh Like it's the thing that we can all pick on on the internet. Uh What might be a good idea is for movie studios to um, consciously make something that absorbs all the hate, (laughs) you know? And they release it at the same time, the same time as something Maybe. else. So this could be, is it a scapegoat for something else? That's Maybe. I just think no matter how good it is, like people have gone too far into hating it yeah. to really like ever eat humble pie. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. yeah. It's kind of unfortunate in a way. But yeah, but what did you think? It looked... I mean, I only laughed once in the trailer. Okay. And that was, was that a fat woman falling over? <laughs> I do like <laughs> Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig. That's her name. I don't know who any of these. Like, I love, I love Bridesmaid. I love the heat. Uh-huh. And it is that humour. Okay. And it's just, I don't know, seeing it framed as Ghostbusters right. is a bit jarring. Should it be called Ghostbusteresses? Just, like, why does it need to be Ghostbusters? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I guess that's it. But, yeah, I mean, I laughed once. Right. But, and it was a big laugh. And what, what was it? When, like, the black lady was slapping Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Right. Total LL. LLLLL. So it was like a racial stereotype slapping an, well, ob- an obese stereotype. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, slapstick. But, you know. <laughs> it's really weird because um, people are like, oh, she's the Winston Zedmore. And it's like, no, she's like the opposite of the Winston Zedmore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she's something else entirely. But still, she's quite a heinous stereotype. Oh, yeah, she's totally. I'm the black one. Yeah. <laughs> but I laughed. <laughs> Can't help it. No. There we go. No, I don't even know who the other woman is. I, I don't, don't even know if she spoke in the trailer. There's um, there's the smart one, there's the 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 fat one, the black one, and then the like the punky one. Okay. Who's I'm assuming she like is the mechanic one of them all, and is, like, okay. Has... I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Nope. Ba, 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 ba. Um. Moving on, we've only done the first point of our news here. Oh, blimey. You've that's... just got the Giant Man wave in. You did an unboxing video on yes. YouTube, didn't you? Marvel Legends, movie Giant Man, Bath Wave. Yep. Well, we boot or took them immediately. Yes. Why just reel them off? Yep. See if I can remember. Captain America. Boot. Iron Man. Toot. Red Guardian. Boot. Nuke. Toot. Black Panther. Toot. Nick Fury. Boot. Giant Man. Toot. Is that it? Yeah. Is there another one? I kind of lost concept of what a boot and what a toot <laughs> was then. 
There we are. That's next month's podcast for you right there. Burton and Tootin. In a capsule form. <laughs> yep. Easy to swallow. Um, but of course, Glenn will be doing full reviews on them. When I'm done doing this. Yeah. Because you've got to beat the others, right? Yeah. Got to get out there. <laughs> Move it. Um, I've got written a piece of paper here. Gambit versus hair. What's that mean? <laughs> oh, um, well... I guess this is kind of refers to Deadpool, really, and the success of Deadpool. Uh-huh. Everyone's clambering to make an R-rated movie. Well, it just seemed like Gambit's... I feel like Gambit with Fox is Disney's Captain Marvel. Right. It's like they just seem to kick that can further and further <laughs> down the road. Yeah. I guess they're maybe just waiting for either a director or an actor to really yeah. just grasp it creatively as uh-huh. a project yeah. and run with it. Uh-huh. But um, a week ago, I saw a picture of Channing Tatum, which was being billed as, oh, look, he's got Gambit's haircut. Okay. And a week later, it's been postponed. <laughs> so he needlessly had that haircut. Yeah, well. Or it well. wasn't a Gambit haircut. <laughs> Maybe them haircuts are coming back. <laughs> But it was very kind of high and tight and low and floppy on top, you know? That does sound very gallant, Yeah. Did he also have a cigarette and a trench coat? No. Mm. I think this might have been the Oscars he was at. Oh, okay. Not doing flips and throwing cards. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> but, yeah, so we don't know what's happening with that. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, Deadpool's made uh, some companies sort of reconsider what they think superhero movies are. Yeah. So we've got Wolverine getting an R rating. Yep. The Which is logical, one. right? Like, that seems natural. Yeah. That... Didn't they always? I'm not sure. I just don't. I think... I don't know what an R rating is. I really don't get it. What is that, a 15? No, I think that's like, uh, in the US, it, here it would be the equivalent of our 18. But Deadpool's a 15. Here, yeah. So how is an R an 18? <laughs> well, it's just, it's different boards of classification so what a board classifies it in the US is different to what so R is for adults only I don't know anyone in the live chat if you are American (laughs) explain to us what an R rating is I've assumed it's the equivalent of what in Britain we call an 18 rating Uh we call them after the age you need to be to see them so but yeah, so I thought it was an 18 as well, but then Deadpool was a 15, so I was like, oh, is it just a 15? What? An R rating. Oh, well, I, I don't know. Let's see. Let's wait for people to catch up with us. Because I guess in the US, I think it goes PG-13 and then R. Our rating is 18, as to Productions is saying. So how, well, how's Deadpool a 15? It is advice a 15. What do you mean? Deadpool's a 15 here. Yeah. So, and it's an R in the US. Yeah. So, R is the equivalent of a 15. The most recent R-rated movie. Well, I mean, it's whatever the... It's a 15 or an 18, but, you know, if we're expecting, if... Well, if they're saying they're going to make something in our rating, yeah. we shouldn't expect it to be like full on rape. You know, it's going to be comedy violence. Of I the... guess it depends. Uh huh. 
so that's I'm just like I think people are thinking our rating is really adult and I'm not sure it is okay you're saying I guess maybe from a British perspective yeah that an R rating <clears throat> uh-huh. you're kind of like what ifs yeah like it's a fifth yeah it's like I would I would have thought like is Wolverine I don't know what Wolverine 2 was is that a 15 here I don't yeah. know I think that was PG-13 and that had an alternate R rating s- cut with CGI been blood been stabbing people for years you know <laughs> bum, 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 bum. and R rating is 17 plus okay but then someone else is saying it's 18. Someone else is saying it's 18. I think in the US, 16. I understand their their rating system. It's more kind of a recommendation. Okay. Where our rating systems are more law. Yeah, they're, they're sort of, yeah. In the way like buying cigarettes and... Uh-huh. Like I can remember when Batman... The original Tim Burton came 12. out, and that was twelve, and I just turned twelve, yeah. and I got got taken into the manager's office, <laughs> and like had to swear that I was twelve <laughs> years old. Like he picked out random, like I guess kids he didn't think looked old enough, uh-huh. and we all had to like line up and be like, "I really am twelve years old. Yeah. Please let me see Batman." People seem to be saying it's seventeen plus. Oh no, no, they don't. Right? Okay, it's all over the place. Basically, it's something above fifteen. Is the consensus here? <laughs> yep. So okay, so they're going for Wolverine, which should, which really should be a f- for almost adults, I think. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> what about an R rating Fantastic Four? I don't see the point. I mean, what I think they should do is they should aim a movie at everyone okay um i don't think everyone has to get all the jokes i don't think violence and all that is really necessary in a lot of things like i think there's a lot of horror movies that have no violence they have no whatever but just because of the atmosphere like a movie like the haunting like i feel that that's like what is that? A U? A PG? It's yeah. terrifying. <clears throat> it's absolutely terrifying. Like, but... I can't really think of any comic book movies I've seen where I felt like that should have been a higher rating. Do you know what I mean? Like it would have been better if it had been yeah. a higher rating? Yeah. Like I didn't feel like they were missing? Yeah. I really think that, you know, comics are not the right thing to adapt into that. I yeah. mean, by their nature... They're kind of they are for kids, you know. They've got they've got an appeal to children. But it's just Deadpool was phenomenally successful. Yeah, and, and it seems to be what you know Hollywood, the movie industry, is taking away from this is that the R rating was the key to its success. It attracted an audience and, that wouldn't have seen it yeah, otherwise. And I don't think that's true. True. Yeah. Like I feel like Ant Man. Had that been directed by Edgar Wright, uh-huh. that could have been that breath of fresh air yep. that the comic book movie genre needed, uh-huh. that Deadpool was. Yep. You know, it's just Disney pulled the plug from Edgar Wright and yep. kind of backtracked well, it did, into... He did take two, like, three years longer than expected. Yeah. Yeah. But the consequence of that is that Deadpool made in a weekend what Ant-Man made in its entire theatrical run. Yeah. 
Yeah. And now there's talk of Sony making a Venom movie. Okay. Which I guess is their attempt at an R-rated. I guess, yeah. Um, I guess. Potentially. I mean, it's not that, you know, I think an R-rated Venom movie is a bad idea. I just think a Venom movie is a bad idea. It's hard because this is going to be separate from Spider-Man. Yeah. Like how... How does he get spider powers? Yeah. How does he end up with a big white spider on him? Is all you need to know about why does Venom look like that? Yeah. Like the origin of Venom is he was Spider-Man's costume. Uh Like if you take that out. Yeah. And then put him in space as a space knight. Yeah. (laughs) What's the point? But I mean, it's, I don't know. See what they can do. I mean, maybe it gives them, maybe it lets more experimental people become interested in the project. It lets stars go out there and be a bit more edgy with the promotion, yeah. that sort of thing. It engages an audience that would be embarrassed because it looks like a kid's thing. I I feel like myself and probably yourself are beyond where we can't get embarrassed. You know, we post stuff about action figures on our own <laughs> public profiles. We don't have an, an alternate identity that we go under. But there may be some people out there who would be embarrassed to like share stuff about a superhero movie coming up. Yeah. But because it's not framed as a superhero movie, they're happy to do that. Like, if you could say, hey, Hollywood, Deadpool was sex- successful because... Uh-huh. Like, what is the reason in your mind? People got no taste. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I really... I, I don't know. Okay. You I mean, just think I, it's as, lightning in a bottle... As we talk about Deadpool, I'm sure we'll get to. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't have a lot of opinion on it. Okay. Like I literally, I sat in there and the whole audience was laughing, and I was sitting there going, hmm. "You know, <laughs> okay. I can see that it's a comedy." But I mean, like I loved the movie, but I'm, I also loved it. But then I also think, kind of sociologically, it's really interesting. Uh-huh. You know why this was successful? Yeah. And like the audience it's found yeah, is much I, bigger than the audience I thought it would have. Yeah, like when I was... Oh, I don't know if we should just start talking about Deadpool. Yeah, let's just yeah. go into it. <laughs> um, so spo- we may mention spoilers if you haven't seen Deadpool. That's right. So we're just going to talk about Deadpool. But for yeah. me, I was really surprised how many young couples yeah. were in there. And it wasn't a guy and his sort of I like Harley Quinn girlfriend. Yeah, It was a guy and a an actual girl. <laughs> I, I, I was surprised how many women with women oh, right. there were. Okay. Like chicks taking in a flick. Okay. That was like, wow. So maybe like Ryan Reynolds attracts. I mean, he's been in a lot of rom coms, yeah. right? Well, you know, in my opinion, when they, they did the parody of the kind of Valentine's uh-huh. movie poster yeah. that was, you know, went viral. Yeah. Like, I don't think the actual movie was that far away from that. Like, I think there uh-huh. was a romance to it. Yeah. Like, I can see why women like it. So is it a success of advertising? I think so. Yeah. Because it, I think literally it tried everything and it made fun of everything. Yeah. So there's something there for everyone. Like, everyone likes something, but can also see the flaws in what they like. Yeah. So... I mean, the marketing, it was kind of pivotal, but it was also interesting kind of reading, like, industry 
box office kind of websites and you know even until like the night it opened mm-hmm. kind of the industry was like sure it's getting all these tweets and it's got this many likes on facebook uh-huh. you know they kind of didn't think that would translate into a mass right. audience mm-hmm. and it has yeah yeah i think i think it's very strange um I just don't know what to make of it at all. I mean, I I had to drive. I did what, like a two-hour round trip. Yeah, you drove to Fife for <laughs> God's sake. Why? Like to find a cinema where I could go to a midnight opening for this movie. I essentially drove past like four or five cinemas to get to one that was screening it, and it was packed. Uh-huh. And I was surprised, right? Because we've not really we've been to a lot of midnight things, but never been to one that's super packed have we i mean force awakens yeah okay but you can't can't really compare the force no. awakens to anything in the yeah. whole world yeah but i mean yeah we've been to midnight openings and i was surprised how busy it was yeah but okay so about the movie itself what did well we break it down what did you think of the characters and actors. I loved it. I mean, I, I've seen this twice now and like I wouldn't go and see it a second time if I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. So kind of that speaks volumes about what I think of it. Uh-huh. But like you not really liking it, I kind of never expected you to well, like it. I don't not like it. Okay. I don't like it. Like I'm... Indifferent. Like it's, you know... I can see people not liking it, you know? Yeah, because I've not come across anyone who didn't like it though. Okay, that I don't feel there's a bit of a contrary reaction about them. Okay, so like I feel like humor is very subjective, you know. For me, that's that's the biggest thing is that this is the first superhero movie that was I think a comedy. Yeah, and comedies you either think they're funny, you you know, you either like The Hangover or you don't. I don't you even know? really think it's as simple as saying it's a comedy. To me, it was kind of more like stand-up comedy. Well, I think he cracked the joke at every scene. Yeah. You know, so... It, it's essentially, you know, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool kind of doing stand-up comedy. Okay, yeah. And kind of every other character in it is just there as a kind of stepping stone to yep. reach a joke. Uh-huh. Um, so if you don't find that's humour funny then there isn't anything else there that's yeah you know like I was really quite uh, quite interested to see the other kind of characters in yeah. it but like teenage Negasonic Warhead yeah she really did nothing like she didn't have any story arc whatsoever yeah like he called out her character right away oh you're the moody girl sorry whatever he said moody teenage girl or something she was like yeah I am and then it was like that's just what she was for the whole movie. So I was expecting there to be some growth in any of the characters, but they were all just flat for me. Yeah, I kind of felt like they needed to be that way. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's what the movie wanted to do. So, you yeah, know, full props to it for doing what it wanted to do. And I do, I think it's it's really, it's something that I find is really amazing about this movie is that the fa- fans of the character are not tearing it down. You know, when you get fans of, say, the Scarlet Witch, or you get fans of Ultron, or you get fans of 
Batman or fans of Superman and they make a movie and they will go in and they hate it. Fans of Deadpool did not do that. Yeah. So I think that's that's a testament to how right this movie is. I don't like Deadpool as a character. So this movie was never going to be my thing. I'd say but. it is a testament to how right they struck that chord, but I think it's also testament to the fact that Deadpool fandom is a bit superficial. I didn't want to say that, <laughs> but I'm glad you've said it. You know, it's like being a fan of Mickey Mouse. Like yeah. it's kind of the just the principle, yeah, of it. You're a fan of mm-hmm. because I mean, people. I I kind of detonate. I didn't mean to destroy uh, this dead uh, a thing of my friends on Facebook were talking about how great the Deadpool movie was and all that. And I said, oh, I, you know, I was interested in the Deadpool movie. After it, I'd like to read some of the good stories because I want to get to know the character. The thread stopped. Yeah. No one could tell me what to read. A story about him that would tell me about his character. No one could tell me. I mean, someone recommended, like, his very first story. I'm like, that's where anyone would start. That's where you've started and stopped, literally. So... I kind of think I, I think you're right. There is a superficiality there, and that just nailed that superficiality. You know, it didn't try and delve into the character like Wolverine movies do. They try and really delve into his history, and it's been it's like no one wants that. <laughs> like Wolverine ain't that interesting under the surface. Don't dig. Yeah. So. It's about the enigma, not solving the enigma. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Plot-wise or anything, do you have any? Um, I actually think it's probably a very standard origin story. And I think had they not done the kind of non-chronological, it would have been really quite boring. It would have been Wolverine Origins. Yeah. Yeah. I think given it the Uh non-chronological, it kind of made you feel more complex than it actually was. Yeah. Um, But saying that, the second time I saw it, I kind of understood what the plot was more. Okay. (laughs) Just because like when we're introduced to Ajax, we have no idea what the plot is. Okay. And then I kind of forgot how he even got into the movie. Right. Okay. Like, coming out from the first time seeing it, if you'd have asked me what was Ajax's first scene, I'd have been like, oh, I don't know. It's the bit on the bridge, right? No. Like, his first scene, he meets some guy and they're talking about trading arms. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And he Um, lifts him up. He's got, like, super strength, which isn't one of the powers he has. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But but the first time seeing that, I kind of forgot about that completely. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Clearly I did as well. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, the second time around, I could see that that sets... That's my coke. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh, no one fucks with my coke. The second time around, I could see how that scene related to the plot and him essentially trading, you know... Weapons. Enslaved mutants yep. as living weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you bring up mutants there. Why... Do you think they 
Because Deadpool is not a mutant, is he? No. But they made him a mutant in the movie. Is that because Marvel stole Wanda and Quicksilver and made them miracles? <laughs> I don't know. Like, sometimes Deadpool is considered a mutant. Sometimes Spider-Man's considered a mutant. I guess right? so, but mutant with, like, a capital M. Yeah. Like, X... They've got the X gene. Yeah. He's not one of those, is he? No. He's an enhanced human, if we go by the Marvel role I think they say human mutate, right? Isn't that the term? That's where they... Yeah, well, they... That's what they... The process the genotions do. Okay. It mutates. Okay. <laughs> yeah, anyway. But yeah, I was just thinking, are they are they like nailing him down as a mutant so that Marvel can't touch him? I have a feeling that whatever contract exists, Deadpool is mentioned specifically. Right, okay. Cool. Within the whenever that deal was signed. No, 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 no. Um, I don't know what else to say about the Deadpool movie. Like I say, I'm a bit on the blah about it. Okay. It's funny. You didn't have a favourite moment? Um. No. I thought, I, you know, when scenes started, I was like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this. Then by the end of it, I'm like, ah, what? what? No, why? I didn't understand a lot of why things were happening the fights like particularly the finale all the soldiers like Ajax told all the soldiers to shoot at Deadpool yeah when he knows it's not going to do anything yeah and what he really wanted was for Deadpool to get up on the helicarrier so that he could torture his girlfriend in front of him so why go through that whole shooting thing I don't like <laughs> Seeing it for the first time, I was totally on board and kind of adrenalized by it, uh-huh. just on this journey and not questioning why things were happening. Okay. It's just, you know, like I wasn't driving it, I was the passenger. Okay. Like the second time around, I was like, hmm, why is why are we here? Uh-huh. Why is there a shield helicarrier? Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought that was cool. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like, I'm more interested in this kind of Easter egg thing because the movie itself isn't, it's not thrilling me it's not entertaining me it's not boring me either but I'm more interested in the background than yeah. what's actually going on because the for- the stuff going on in the foreground doesn't matter then the day the movie's going to go where it goes you don't need to listen to a single word that's happening or why I, I was amazed at how good it looked for the budget yes like that's 58 million dollars yeah. yeah you know what Age of Ultron cost 260 uh-huh. I'm like why doesn't Age of Ultron look four times better than this because the actors they have to pay right I guess so I guess Ryan Reynolds is getting paid nothing <laughs> for that you know he's like I want this to be a success all the money goes to the movie itself not yeah me. I think his um Fox will buy him a small island. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all in it, the powers in his hand now. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, because it's one of the, I think, and this is part of the success of it as well. Is that nobody else could have done it. Yeah, you know, it's one of those moments where an actor does connect yes. with a character. Uh-huh. Do you think there's a bit of that about Wolverine and Hugh Jackman as well? A little bit, yeah. I don't think he really, you know, he didn't sell the X-Men movie or whatever, but 
he became such a star from that that he carried the rest of them I think so it's a little bit different because Hugh Jackman as Wolverine was kind of like the birth of a star uh-huh. like oh who is this person yeah I guess so yeah, yeah. and like Ryan Reynolds like I feel pleased for Ryan Reynolds because like I follow him on Twitter and he is a very like naturally funny person uh-huh. and like I was thinking of like how many Ryan Reynolds movies have I seen uh-huh. like why do I even know who he is yeah and like there's so many movies I've tried to watch with him in and have turned off <laughs> you know like Green Lantern R.I.P.D. Uh-huh. I watched this movie Voices or something and okay. like he's playing a paranoid schizophrenic um I like part of his the problem with him is I think like he's too good looking right you know to be as funny as he is okay like people don't they don't see his sense of humor they see like, yeah, uh, like an attractive a, romantic comedy guy yeah. you know put him in a part that's just for looks yeah that's yeah maybe so it feels like he's someone who's been around forever but never really hit that uh-huh. project yeah like before this what was his big film you know like Green Lantern right I feel like he was kind of famous before then though that was like a I guess so yeah I get you know there's something about he's kind of I feel he's kind of Chris Pratt in a way yeah but Chris Pratt hasn't had that real struggle with movies I think he's always done really well because he's so likeable yeah and he's not classically good looking like I think he's so hot but that's another thing Chris Pratt yeah not Ryan Reynolds Um, me but I liked Chris Pratt before he became good looking Chris Pratt when he was like Andy Dwyer not when he was like Star-Lord you know it's like oh he was kind of oh you're gross and lovable kind of way so um I don't know I feel kind of like Disney have kind of ruined Chris Pratt in a way they've made him into this leading movie man but Ryan Reynolds has struggled with being a leading movie man and he's kind of now dipped to be the comedy guy yeah so So, like personally I felt happy for him yeah and I also felt really happy for Fox Mm -hmm. and I feel like there was an air of even as successful as this was it was kind of there was an air of it's in spite of Fox right you know like Fox didn't want this to happen it's like they made it happen (laughs) like Uh you have to give them some credit at some point yeah they can't just like they can't do everything wrong all the time yeah if they do one thing they're wrong and then they do the complete complete polar opposite they're wrong which are they which time are they right yeah you know and in a way you you can't have your cake and eat it you know Mm -hmm. like Disney would never make a Deadpool movie Uh in this way yeah like you it's good that Marvel is diversified in that way yeah you know Mm -hmm. like they've come out and said well they're not going to make R-rated movies or R-rated MCU movies yeah you know which makes you wonder well what does that mean about Blade Mm -hmm. where does that put Ghost Rider yeah these things that you control like they'll just put them on TV I guess is that their is that their R-rated I don't know string them out in the 13 episodes till we just want them to end well that's the thing you know with Netflix you know there are budget constraints there Uh you know I sometimes think you know some of the 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 cheapest movies ever are always horror movies I think there's something about a low budget that needs to appeal to the more gross shocking 
you know, laughs and all that, whereas high budgets just kind of sit in this middle ground that appeals to everyone. So maybe things like Netflix are the best place for these R-rated R things to end up. But then it, they tend to be very street level. I don't know. Going forward, what, like what could Deadpool 2 do to turn it around and you, for I'd, it to be the project you would want? I mean, it's not for me. Okay. You know, it's it's like a, it's like sport. It's like the Olympics. I don't want it to change so that I watch it. You know, yeah. it's it's not for me. Because, I mean, they teases Cable at the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that anything that you'd find exciting? Um, An X-Force movie? I, I really love X, well, Uncanny X-Force. I love and I guess X for the X Force series before that I liked classic X Force Cable Shatterstar all that shit no no thank you that's not my Gideon <laughs> I don't like a sword in a briefcase you know I don't I don't think that's exciting <laughs> God G W Bridge you know <laughs> yeah. I did um I reread New Mutants ninety eight which is Deadpool's first appearance right. Gideon's first appearance. Uh-huh. Are they not back to back on the cover? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as much as like I shit on Rob Liefeld now, like reading it, I remembered how much I loved. It looks amazing. This, like when you look, you know, you break it down, you're like, oh my god, that looks ridiculous. But you know, it's it still looks cool. You know, if you have zero taste, like a teenager, it's like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. It's yeah. It, it it's not for me, so I don't want to. If you know, if they did make like an uncanny X Force movie, I'd like to see something that really delves into like the the whole apocalypse thing and what's the what's the toll on a human when they kill someone else and you know what what's the limits of being a hero versus you know being a killer and where do you draw the line and sort of heroic activity in that. I like to see that, but that's not what anyone else wants Deadpool to be so is is there any of the <clears throat> any of the cast from Deadpool who you'd like to see back like Colossus Negasonic Teenage Warhead like do you feel like this is the Deadpool cast ongoing or is they just serving a purpose in this movie I, I mean they, they didn't do anything for me you know they were just there they were as two dimensional as I think I've ever seen the characters like I get more out of Colossus when he's in when he appears for five seconds in Spider-Man These Amazing Friends and they're like hey this guy can turn into metal and then like Storm charges them up with lightning I'm like okay that's a creative use of Colossus because I felt like the fight he has with Angel Dust was I loved it right I thought it made him look like a complete amateur moron I don't I, I, I loathed that fight it's like this is Colossus right You've brought this guy in to humiliate him? I feel like in the X-Men movies, we see that quite a lot, is that they're kind of... Crap. Like they're, um, you know, they're students. Okay. And they don't have that field experience. Uh-huh. Like you kind of see that in the first X-Men movie where like okay. Toad essentially beats the entire team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that, but the, this version of Colossus <clears throat> is like a far more experienced yeah. version you know he's he's a teacher he's got a kid and he's escorting a young a new mutant a young x-man out with him not a student from the school a young x-man and he's teaching them about you know 
how to do this and that, but he didn't show any of that experience. He didn't pull any really amazing tricks. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of him, you know, it's about his durability. Okay. But he's also smart. You know, he's not just, he's not Hulk, you know? Yeah. You know, he's not the thing who's a wrestler. You know, he's a he's an actual smart guy. And he's an artist, you know, he's not... So I just and felt that, that was flat for me. I, I thought he looked amazing. He did look really good. I and, was you know, surprised. The, by... the, the accent, as caricaturish as that was, you know, it's perfect for Colossus. He's a fucking cartoon character anyway. Because I was like, if Ultron had looked half as good yeah. as Colossus looks yeah. in this movie... Just, just nail the comic book look yeah. for the character. It's been around for 50 years now. Just fucking nail it. But kind of like I enjoyed about that fight... Colossus versus Angel Dust was also there was also the kind of gender dynamics of it, okay. The kind of reluctance of like hitting a woman. Yeah, I I hate that. And the part where she flashes a boob. And I, I just and we didn't see the boob, which I didn't get. Yeah, but... well, it's that actress. I felt like much of that scene was for that actress's benefit. Like she doesn't want to get the fucking shit beat out of her, or in her first movie. Like, she's afraid that would affect, make her look weak in her career or something. Oh, she's done other movies. So, yeah, it's just like, this doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Like, how is she a better fighter than Colossus who spends days training and training and she's, like, in a bunker looking at experiments? <laughs> anyway, so. Blah. So that's Deadpool. That is Deadpool. Should we look up maybe what some people are saying? Sure. Sorry, I'll pull this over a little. Mama. Do you want to read out any of that? Barrel Bob says, Colossus needs to be in more of the X-Men films. I enjoyed this version of him. So lovable. True. My problem with it is that he wouldn't become human at any point because he's just oh, a yeah. CGI. Yeah. So... But that's not a huge problem. Um, Glenn, people are stopped watching this because you've been talking about Deadpool for 40 minutes. We don't really care. To be I honest. don't give a shit what people do <laughs> right now. <laughs> but, but, like, what do you want me to do? Juggle? Yeah. Like, take my clothes off, rub my cock against the webcam? <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? This is my channel. It says Glenn Webb. Yeah. I do what the fuck I want on it. What did you think of the Marrow nod? You're a Marrow fan, Craig. I am a Marrow fan, as we may see in a little while. But um, I wish she was in it. I was hoping she'd be in it more, right? Yeah. Like, just... to have a pair off between her and Teenage Negasonic Warhead, that'd be, that'd be interesting, yeah. right? Like this kid who just has has all this mansion and she doesn't want it, and there's this kid that lives in the sewers and is in constant agony all the time and is so angry at everything. Just so interesting, but I, I did read that I think like a week before they were about starting to shoot, they had like ten million dollars slash from the budget. Okay, and the Angel Dust initially was supposed to be various characters that they just kind of condensed. Oh, I see. Um. No one's saying that. Um. 
<laughs> anything that interesting to be what honest. Craig Garden said during some people walked out during Deadpool, an old couple. Oh, okay. If you go up a little bit. Sorry. Oh yes, Craig Garden. During my second Deadpool viewing, we had an old couple who didn't realise they were seeing the wrong film and left halfway through. Well, that's nothing to do with Deadpool. They were just in the wrong place. They did not like it. But did you have any really young children? No. Okay, we did. But I kind of purposely avoid. Yeah, you do. Like times when children would be there. Yeah. But I've heard people say a lot of kids. Yeah, really. Went. I was, I was surprised. Which. It surprises me that I'm surprised because I watched shit much worse than that when I was a, a kid, but not in the cinema. I wouldn't have got into the cinema. I don't know how that happens, but... Um, yeah. Righty. Yagan. Kevin Nash's Cable. I would hate to see that don't really know who that is he's a wrestler he kind of has the look but I just know is he like a big man with grey hair yeah you know when people can't see past the blatantly obvious when it comes to I'm trying to think what has Kevin Nash been in he was oh you haven't seen The Punisher he was the Russian in the the first one yeah anyway he like can't wrestle a match without like tearing his quad <laughs> that's the story of Kevin Nash good lord um okay well why don't we move on then uh talk about some action figures because we've got our Marvel Legends Deadpool Dreamwave yes why don't you introduce it to us what are we doing so I think we teased this last episode and you know, Deadpool being in the X-Men Legends was a big hit. Uh-huh. And he was unveiled at Toy Fair and we were saying, what about a Deadpool Dreamwave? Yeah. Why doesn't he get his own line? Yeah. He's had one of the biggest... If Ant-Man gets it. Yeah. <laughs> so we set up the format. There's a builder figure and six action figures in the wave. Yep. And we're going to list who those... Who we think those people should be. Yep. And my question to Glenn when I came over was, <laughs> does one of them have to be Deadpool? Glenn said no. I guess not. I mean, we're getting a Deadpool in the X-Men Legends. That's kind so... of my thinking. Okay. So do you want to go first? Sure. Should I just reel them off? Because I'm following a giant man bath wave, having just unboxed those in okay. that it's a half movie wave, half comic wave. Right. So that's how I'm formatting my Deadpool dream wave of Marvel Legends. Okay. So the movie half I can take care of really quickly because we've okay. talked about them. Movie Deadpool, uh-huh. movie Colossus, and movie Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Right. Okay. So there's those. That's the half my wave. Movie Angel Dust. <laughs> I would like a movie Angel Dust. Movie Vanessa. <laughs> movie that guy behind the bar. She's Anna from V, right? Is she? Yeah. Maybe that's what put me off. <laughs> I hated that V. I'm pretty sure she was her. Um, yeah, I'd like an Angel Dust. I like Gina Carano. Yeah, Angel Dust, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gina Carano says I have none. 
Ah. Gina Carano was kind of essentially like the one of the most famous female mixed martial artists before like Ronda Rousey rewrote the book on what that meant. On having an alliterated name, mm-hmm. which made her instantly <laughs> famous. <laughs> well, I can't I can't engage with that conversation. I'm just like, okay, right. <laughs> I don't know what to say. There's no further words. I'm sorry. Ron Perlman would make a great cable. What do you think? No. No, okay. He makes a good Vincent. I'd, I could see Ron Perlman as Cable. A couple of people are saying that. I mean, he was in Pacific Rim, right? Yes. <laughs> Does that mean he's dead to me? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was in, like, Season of the Witch or something, and I can forgive him for, like, a no, really bad next He's done enough movie. good stuff that it's going to take more than Pacific Rim. <laughs> you know, the guy's got a mortgage like it's not yeah. his fault he was in Pacific Rim <laughs> okay so those are your three your movie three yep my comic half do you, do you see them coming with anything in particular or are they just like really good versions of the movie people I would like I think with Negasonic Teenage Warhead I'd probably end up displaying her in, like, the X-Men uniform, Mm -hmm. which, let's face it, it's the best X-Men uniform we've had on screen today. It certainly is. But they'd probably come with a jacket as well. Okay. Um, But good. (laughs) (laughs) I think a Nick Fury jacket, you know, nothing you can do with that figure. Well, this... Blackheart. Loose You know, that movie, Blackheart. (laughs) Oh, it's either, like, some plastic thing or it's either a plastic cone like one of those things they put around or dogs like gambit, to sort them. All like loose stitching <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's found it in a bin so she comes with her coat but good good <laughs> and maybe her phone as an accessory or she had the phone maybe an alternate head where her kind of eyes are glowing okay she come with a comic head where she's all like the cure <laughs> be cool uh, okay, so those are your three movie ones. Who yeah, else Colossus, I mean, a figure that big as not a builder figure, we should just be grateful we're getting it. Right. You know, let alone like. So he might not come with the bath part <laughs> or come with like the head. Yeah, I'm surprised in the Giant Man series, Nuke comes with the torso. Yeah. Like the biggest figure comes with the biggest yeah. bath part. Very curious. They don't know what they're doing. Mm-mm. Anyway, okay. Who else? Or do you want me to do three? Oh, I can do mine. Should I just get up mine? Just, just go for so it. So then that's my movie half and then my comic half. Who shall I start with? I'm going to start with Evil Deadpool. Okay, what's that? Is <laughs> a zombie Deadpool. Evil Deadpool. And so at one point in the comics... Deadpool was committed to an asylum uh-huh. and was assigned a psychiatrist okay. who became obsessed with him. Yeah, that was in the Lady Deadpool comic. Okay. And she... Have you just read this on Wikipedia <laughs> or something? <laughs> no, I've got a table full of comics over there I've read. <laughs> okay, so basically the story of Harley Quinn happened. Harley Quinn and the Joker happened in Deadpool. I see. Right, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Give it some credit. I can. It's a it's a rip off. I can. 
So she became obsessed with him uh-huh. and she'd collected his body parts that he'd lost in battle. I see, okay. And Deadpool discovered that she'd been collecting them and mm-hmm. he threw them all in the garbage. Right. Anyway, all these various body parts joined okay. and formed into evil Deadpool. Okay. So it's kind of like a Frankensteinish looking Deadpool. Okay. Because all his various parts, it's various iterations of different costumes I he's see. worn. Okay. And um, like the thing that I think is coolest is he has two left arms or two right arms. Okay. As in one of his arms his is on back to front. Uh-huh. And I think that's cool. Hasbro would get that wrong and give him a left and a right <laughs> arm, though, wouldn't they? <laughs> it's a dream wave. So <laughs> not in my dreams, they wouldn't. <laughs> Well, that's, that's him. Cool. And if we know that Deadpool loses a hand uh-huh. in the movie. Yep. So that could be sowing the seeds for evil Deadpool. Could, it could regenerate into David Tennant. Yeah. Go live with Billy Piper in an alternate universe. In Ash vs. Evil Dead, Lucy Lawless uncovers Ash's original hand. Oh, okay. Which grows an evil Ash out of it. Oh. Didn't he shotgun that to bits? I think so. In the wall and then it gushed. But anyway, okay, keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Well, that does sound like a cool figure. Yep. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to say Bob. The Hydra, Hydra Bob. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also seen in the movie. Perhaps. Someone called Bob. Yes, and's not a member of Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I guess I could. I, I do like a smiling Bob head. Okay. So we know it's kind of wacky Bob. Uh-huh. And then maybe... He had kind of a, like a peak at the back of his Hydra mask yeah. as well, didn't he? Um, maybe you could do a regular Hydra soldier uh-huh. head to army build. Yeah. Because although at Al Smith's, we live in a pocket universe where we can like army build Hydra soldiers <laughs> for like... <laughs> 20 <laughs> pence. <laughs> I think there are parts of the world where that's a rare figure. Yeah, uh-huh. So I think that would I, be needed. In your toy hunting video, people are like, oh my God, those black cats on the peg. You guys are so lucky. I'm like, no, cursed. Yeah, I, I forget know? they're even there now. No, no, it's... Like the last one I did, someone was like, you just walk straight by that black cat. I'm like, that's been there for like <laughs> two and a half years now. <laughs> we have enough. We thought that was going to be a gold mine. Oh, totally. Yeah, we thought that was going to be, yeah. Yeah. In the new Deadpool. I was out of bed outside Toys R Us before it opened <laughs> and I never get up before noon no <laughs> <laughs> that's how like I thought that was going to be the hot skyline silence um and then in the issue where Bob is first appears uh-huh. Deadpool is shrunken right okay Weasels subjected him to Hank Pym's, Pym's particles yep. So I would do a pack in a little mini Deadpool. Oh, that's quite a nice essentially Ant Man sized. Cool. That would be a cool idea. People love taking photos of little Ant Men yep. on the ironing board and in the sink yep. and that sort and of thing. Deadpool. Yeah. So it's like combining two things. You'd never see anything else no. on ICBO. The internet would just stop. <laughs> just stop. So Hydra Bob, and then rounding out my six is Madcap. Oh, that's a good one. Deadpool Madcap or Madcap Madcap? Madcap Madcap. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> but slowly one. Madcap has become Madcap again. Good, okay. Um, which, in a way, Madcap was the prototype for Deadpool. Yeah, I guess so. His wacky healing gun. factor. 
He's got a gun that shoots bubbles. Uh -huh. um, and Deadpool and Madcap were at one point the same being. Oh, they were? Yeah, in Bat Like they got merged? Or? Like, I mean, they both have those kind of extreme healing factor okay. powers. And in battle, they were both completely obliterated. Okay. And then they merged healed into together. one being. Okay. Uh -huh. So um, in the comics, Deadpool spoke with two different color-coded speech bubbles. Right. Uh -huh. Like one of them was Madcap's voice, essentially. Okay. Interesting. And he's back for revenge right now. Ooh. Yep. And Madcap, if you're not familiar with him, he looks kind of like a... The mask? No. A musketeer? Yeah. Kind of buccaneer? Yeah. Uh, kind of kind of a Harley Quinn like kind a of clown thing. come up. A yeah. Clown meets musketeer. Yeah. With a bubble gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yep. And your bath? Or do you want to do my six? Hang on, have I done... That's six, isn't it? Okay. You did the three movie things. You did Evil Deadpool, Hydra Bob, yep. and Madcap. I'm going to do my bath then. Okay. I'm going to... It's Shikla. I've no idea what that is. Mrs. Deadpool. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. In her monster form. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. I just okay. know that there's a Mrs. Deadpool and it was her. Like, it was <laughs> a big secret who it was and then they revealed it and it's like, even I don't know who that is. <laughs> so, in the comics, Deadpool was assigned a mission by Dracula... Mm -hmm. For him to retrieve Shikla, okay, who is the queen of an ancient race of shape-shifting monsters, right? And Dracula intends to make Shikla his bride, okay, and unite the vampires and her. Nice. I guess she's a succubus, okay. Um, I'm not quite sure what her race is. Like vampires seem a lot she more regimented as to what they are. Uh -huh. Anyway, she's like a beautiful, sexy lady. Is she really, though? With purple skin. Uh-huh. Imagine Gamora, like, like classic Gamora, not how they've Disneyed her up. Right. Like in like fishnet body stockings yeah, okay. and tits hanging out and mm -hmm. whatnot. She's like that. But then she has... She shapeshifts into a monstrous form, which is this, like, huge purple monster. Okay. With horns. What kind? Of, like a werewolf kind of thing? A dragony thing? More dragony. Okay. So you're thinking that... That version of her is yeah. her bath. Yeah. Okay. And I was tempted to put her more humanoid form in the wave. Yeah. I guess I'd lose Hydra Bob, maybe, if I was going to do that. What do you think? You want Shikla or Hydra Bob? Yeah. Hydra Bob or Shikla? They'll say Hydra Bob, won't they? Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I can... It would have to be Hydra Bob, wouldn't it? It's an army builder. I guess so. So it's Schickler's monstrous form. Anyway, as Craig said, Deadpool ended up not bringing her to be Dracula's bride, but married her himself. Yep. Bringing him into conflict with Dracula. Good Lord. Well, it doesn't take much. You know, Dracula does hate everyone. <laughs> He's quite good at that. <laughs> does he want to drink his blood? I don't know. And would that cure his vampirism? And I don't think there's much blood drinking going on. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, I love Marvel are very with vampires now. They're kind of well. There was MI. Remember Captain Britain and MI thirteen? Uh -huh. They did that vampire state story. It's great. It had so much <clears throat> blood drinking in it. Okay. 
Dracula was a horrendous racist, which the character historically is, which made it perfect. Yeah. And then Marvel reinvented them as that the red armour and the white ponytail thing. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. No. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Get that in my Dracula. Anyway. So that's my dream wave. Um, sh- the Shikla. <laughs> the Shikla bath. <laughs> yeah, maybe no one's buying that online just at the name. Yeah. I wish. Well, no, no, no. Does anyone have any thoughts about the Mrs. Deadpool bath wave? Mrs. Deadpool. Oh, that's a good one. Running change. Oh, blimey. We're not doing that. Like, no, no toy company can manage a running change. They can't even manage running, let alone a change. Does anyone have any opinions on that? No. Bath wave there. No. Hydra Bob. They would prefer Hydra Bob over. Shikler. Hydra Shikler. You could come with Shikler's head. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, take it away, Craig. Craig Warwick, the Deadpool Dreamwave. Oh my god, this was such a challenge. I had to write so many characters and then just go, I don't know anything about any of them. Oh, bless you. Um, Electra. Okay. First off, she's a team member in Thunderbolts. She's had two horrendous figures. Was Deadpool in Thunderbolts? I think so. It was. He had to have been. He's got a red and black costume. Exactly. Right? The whole comic was based around <laughs> what colour you are. You know, astounding. Thunderbolts used to be really in depth, and then they were like, "Yeah, it's people who wear red." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think he was in at the start. They maybe took him out after a few issues because he overpowered all the other boring ass characters <laughs> in it. Electra, my number one, and she comes with size and swords and weapons which you can give to Deadpool if you would rather want Deadpool to have his size so I know Electra and then Blind Al okay with an alternate Aunt May head okay there we've got Aunt May yeah that's good we need an old lady legend we really do (laughs) Blind Al was black in the movie yeah white lady in comics No one had a Michael B. Jordan flip out about that? No. No, that's fine. Number three, Arcade. Oh, goodness. <laughs> He's a wacky comedy killer, right? I'm, I'm, I'm taking a few leaps here, you know? He's smiling. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you, like, picturing classic, like, white flares? Yes, they're using yeah. that Colson body, but giving him a bit of a better jacket that fastens in the front. White flares and platform shoes. Mwah, magnifique. <laughs> Blimey. Electra, Blind Owl, Arcade. Squirrel Girl. Okay. I don't know why. She's a kind of comedy bullshit character that I'm not a fan of. Okay. But people not Chipmunk like... Hunk? I don't know Chipmunk <laughs> Hunk. Did he appear in Deadpool comic? No, that's her boyfriend. Oh, okay. I read Squirrel Girl number one. Oh my God, abysmal. <laughs> Um, so yeah Squirrel Girl I would like to see uh, how someone ever got her to stand up you know with that big tail because <laughs> I want the tail to go up and over her head okay. yeah I don't know <laughs> it wouldn't happen but anyway uh, my fifth one Maro oh nice so you know there is a connection she was in the movie apparently <laughs> you know Maro gross first appearance Gene Nation Maro or the one from when she joined the X-Men. 
at first. Not her X-Force one where she's kind of like got half shaved hair. She just looks normal. And then number six, Black Tom. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of half tree-ish because I read The Circle Chase, that Deadpool's first story or whatever, and him and Juggernaut were in it. And I was like, this is this is probably the only character I'm going to hit that I actually kind of like before I stop reading Deadpool because I can't <laughs> handle it. Black Tom. Black Tom. Yep. Build a figure, Apocalypse, because I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> Literally, couldn't think of a fucking thing. And Apocalypse is needed. We Fine. need Apocalypse. So there's not a Deadpool in there. But then it's my dream wave. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking also for the build a figure that I would just like each character to come with lots of weapons. And then, you know, something like wrestling figures sometimes have those, like, cages and stuff. You've seen people make custom Deadpools where they have, like, a weapon wall. Yeah. I was thinking that would be a cool Build-A-Figure for a Deadpool wave. And then people would buy every figure a lot because they've got machine guns, Uzis, swords, bazookas, all that shit. Uh, Of course, collecting action figures makes you a weapons expert. (laughs) As Glenn proves. (laughs) It does not. (laughs) I don't know how you don't know more, though. It's, it does astound me. Really? Yeah. Like, come on. That ain't no Uzi. You know, like, it's in Terminator. He's like, Uzi 9mm. And he gives them a fuck. And that's not what that is. You know? Still. I know that is a gun, though. Well, that, you know. So, I, I should be given credit. Like yeah. I know an Uzi is a kind of gun. I don't. Well, yeah. there you go. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not really that big a problem because it doesn't ever say anywhere what kind of gun that is. So how are you ever going to know from buying toys that that's that kind of gun? Because it never tells you what that gun is. Never find out it's an AK forty-seven. I I just like, I don't know. It's just a alien concept to me that you learn about guns collecting action figures yeah it makes sense to me now why they want to make them all sci-fi give them a sci-fi twist and paint them pink or purple or whatever Uh it's like oh okay because people do believe that action figures teach make you interested in guns like hot wheels does that teach you to be a mechanic you know like it might teach you the difference between different types of car though i guess you know Anyway, Nuke comes with a super soaker. That's, <laughs> that's what I would describe his weapon as. And it's red, white, and blue. Oh, is it not a chain gun? No. No, no. just the no, big really. comedy gun. Yeah. So. Well, there we are. Those were our dream waves. Yeah, I would say email us, but we're not going to be here next month, so don't fucking bother. Nope. <laughs> but luckily... Hemingway needs a figure, Super Curry Max. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, we need all of Gene Nation. Yeah, we sack. absolutely do. Sack. What's the one that's just kind of made of brain and yellow? Ever? Yeah. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> Gene Nation. Yeah. Vessel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that issue. Where they kidnapped Emma Frost in Generation X. Not that one. Yeah, I love that. But there's like the X Men, I forget what anniversary what number where issue it is it's but it's like the, fold out cover uh, and it's, storm it's X-Men fighting. versus Gene Nation yeah, yeah it's where Storm has half her hair cut off yeah and she just goes with it from that point on <laughs> yeah. she's like yeah I can rock this 
That's she, a sharp she knife. She rips that, Maro's heart out, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's got a bomb on it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so we're taking it out somewhere. So also, luckily, Maro had another one. Yeah. And Storm's like, oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the woman can grow bones out of her skin, it's easy to see what, what's going on underneath that skin. They I guess all kind so. of crazy biology. Uh, yeah, I guess she has to have a lot of backup organs because they're often destroyed. Yeah. It's a matter of course. Do you like Terra? Was in Terra Inc. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> just speaking of like harvesting organs. No, he's just kind of crap old Frankenstein to okay. me. Okay, he's one of um, Deadpool's mercs for money right now. Oh, okay. Is that because Hasbro want to wheel that toy out that they made? Remember they made a fan choice of him years ago. Yes. Are they like Frankenstein? <laughs> Must want torture for do. I wouldn't be surprised if the San Diego Comic Con Marvel Legends exclusive this year is something Deadpool. Mm -hmm. I think it could be the marks for money. I really struggled with my Deadpool wave trying to think of a Deadpool that was interesting, like a Deadpool. You know, I was thinking like the only one I could think of was like X Force Deadpool, and I'm like, is that interesting? It's not really. That's kind of why I went with Evil Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, is, I, yeah, it's an interesting kind of variation uh-huh. on him. I don't want someone else dressed up as Deadpool. Like, I don't want yeah. Lady Deadpool or Champion Deadpool or Dogpool or whatever it is. Yeah, I wanted another version of Deadpool. You, you found one, but not me. Ba, 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 ba. So let's get on to people's yes. dream waves they've sent us. Which will likely be better than ours. Bruce Wayne is congratulating you on your choice of Black Tom Cassidy. Oh, well, there we are. Well, we, I mean, Juggernaut's getting a bath soon, so yeah, nice to have those two finally able to... Ain't they a pair? Yeah, something suspicious going on <laughs> with those guys, right? Um, So, we actually had a... Uh, I think... We had Vladimir Putin. <laughs> the Russian president? Yeah. Heavens. Borderline fascist dictator. Yeah. As the Western media would have you believe. What is he actually like? Mm. Who knows? He's taking time to take his finger off the nuke button <laughs> to compile a Deadpool dreamwave. Just made out of gay people's skulls. <laughs> um, Vladimir Putin says, hey guys, here's my idea for the Deadpool. I was going to do a Russian accent, but I probably can't. Keep it up. Deadpool oh, Dreamwave. Oh, you were doing one? I was going to. Oh. Battle damage Deadpool. Bad... No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be Transylvanian. <laughs> um, battle damage Deadpool with removable limbs, a bit like the Marvel Select Zombies. Blind Al. Hydra Bob. Domino. Venom Pool. Marrow with interchangeable bone parts. And Panda Pool build a figure do you know panda pool someone yeah. said panda pool just there and yeah. there's venom pool as well panda pool that's like is a, it a panda that's like, a panda that's dead. it's like a squirrel <sighs> called dog pool it's just an alternate reality deadpool although it is like in the artwork he's drawn pretty big okay like it would be a decent sized buff bigger than a regular panda then we have uh, Gary Rickleman who's in the live chat with us right now yep um, he's written a whole email here before his thing. Will I go through that as well? Sure. 
Gary says, hey guys, loving each and every show. Just wish I could tune into the live show on the YouTubes more often. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> I was able to tune in once, but once, but I'd like to be present for more. I feel my life is lacking unless I see more of Craig's wondrous visage in real time. Oh, make the oh. most of it. Gary. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, really. You just... I love pretty much all things 90s Marvel and cannot shit on anyone who enjoys that time. But really, Onslaught was your favourite story. It was good up to a point. I love that it included the Avengers and many villains helping to battle Onslaught, which made it seem like a fight to truly save the world. But Onslaught never really had a definable goal. It was just, I'm going to kidnap this little kid because reasons. For the Tootie Booties of the Catwave, I pretty much agree with you with your expert analysis, but for me, Mockingbird was my favourite of the wave, with Whirlwind right behind her. Classic villains never go out of style, and the Whirlwind from old Toy Biz Iron Man line was one of my favourite figures. Anyway, here's my Deadpool wave. It's very pre-97 Deadpool series, heavy as that was, when I could tolerate the character most. So we have, number one, it's Siren in her first X-Force costume gotta have her we need the fuck out of her immediately yeah nice is that the green and yellow yeah right then Ajax in his giant armour I don't know that character was lost on me yeah it's then I guess that's better that he just wore a jumpsuit with a giant A on it (laughs) so I guess the armour's better than that then we've got Bob really you can't do a Deadpool wave without him and include a regular Hydra head to make it a troop builder, which equals a money factory. Then Copycat. My first exposure to her was in Fantastic What If issue 46. What if Cable had destroyed the X-Men? I like her in the costume she's in on the 1994 Fleer Ultra trading card. <laughs> <laughs> but the... I love the Remember those specificity. Specificity. How specific that yeah, is. No. <laughs> God, those things, they were so shiny. Oh, yeah. Um, we all thought they were going to be worth millions. Yeah. Number four, Black Tom Cassidy. We are so long overdue for a Cassidy figure. Juggernaut deserves his hetero life mate by his side. Bonus if they include a small pack and accessory of Tom in his tree form. Then we've got Golden Age Deadpool from the Captain America Who Won't Wield the Shield story because you'd have to have a pool in the series and this one looked cool. And then number six, Slayback. I kind of like Deadpool's first mini, the Circle Chase, and Slayback was awesome. He has a great look, and it would be a fine fight. It would be a fin figure, as his old Toy Biz one was. Fin figure? I don't know what that means. <laughs> For the bath, I'd go with something necessarily, not necessarily tied to Deadpool, but more X-Men related in Nimrod. Classic Nimrod would be the motherfucking tits. The pastel pink... Oh yeah, white and pink. Yeah. <laughs> Just looks like a giant sex toy from the future, yeah, yeah, you know. It, it, it's hard to take a feeling seriously when you're baby pink. <laughs> An honourable mention would be Age of Apocalypse Dead Man Wade. Don't really know. Well, I've taken up enough of your time, guys. Continue being awesome. We shall, but just not in public. <laughs> in private. <laughs> um, who else do we have? Michael Fleck says, Hello again, Glenn oh, Craig. Okay. You know Michael? Yeah. I enjoyed your recent Captain America Book 2 podcast and wanted to contribute to the dream wave of Deadpool Marvel Legends that you guys mentioned. 
I'm actually not a huge Deadpool fan, so I don't know much about his sporting cast at all, but since it's all hypothetical, I thought I might just make a full wave of X-Force characters under the Deadpool banner. So my wave would have Deadpool, probably some variation of his standard costume, Cable, I'd imagine an early appearance version, similar to the Marvel Select. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where's the rest of the email, sorry. Domino, now that we've got better female body modes, a new version would be great. Shatterstar, basically just make a Marvel legend of either the old 90s Toy Biz designs. True. Warpath, the older ones go for too much money. And Boom Boom, because why not? Boom Boom, shake the room. Yep. As always, I enjoy your show and will continue listening. Pour on the power. Sorry, Michael, it's just this one episode you can continue listening to. Reading um, New Mutants 98, Boom Boom is unintelligible. Has she, like, got a vernacular that you just can't understand yeah. anymore? <laughs> and I don't know if I understood it then, but it were was you read- shocking. Were I you reading like... out loud? Were you actually saying the words? Trying to do it? Yeah. It's quite a funny story. I was, I'm reading From Hell, the um, Alan Moore thing about Jack the Ripper, and the elephant man's in it, and it's all written in the vernacular. And, like, so I'm sitting there in bed... <laughs> Going, and Matt's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Try and you try and read that, and then he reads it, and then he's going." You can't, you can't understand it unless you hear it. Yeah. So is that de- is that boom boom? <laughs> it was crazy. Like other characters are understanding her, like Richter, and like. <laughs> Um, sorry we've got another one here Uh, Mike Pasquale wants uh, Deadpool but in Jean Grey's clothes from from the time he stole her costume oh who hasn't and he also wants T-Ray I actually know T-Ray big guy with a broken nose oh yeah T-Ray's quite a famous Deadpool villain around yeah oh that's my mic twanged off your mic who was the first pick there? Uh, Deadpool and Marvel Girls. Oh costume. yeah, he flashed a lot of yes. mutant scarred leg. Yep. Then he says Monty, the precog psychic guy. That's lost on me. Yeah, me too. Weasel, I know Weasel. Doctor Bong. Oh yeah. Yep. And Siren, maybe with a typhoid Mary variant or something. Don't really know how that would vary. There, it's completely different. <laughs> Of a typhoid Mary with like a little velcro skirt, like she had in the vault, <laughs> in the vault figure. Did she have fishnets? Yeah, like actual fishnets. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I've always been attracted to um, the DCUC Black Canary because <laughs> she has fishnets. Well, they, they look really cool from the front, but from the back, they're hideous. Oh, why? They're like they're not. F- they're like stuck together. It's like a piece of net they've wrapped around and then they've tied it at the back. Oh. No, we're not natural stocking. No, <laughs> you know, it's even worse than. No, Has- I'm glad Has- I've never been that <laughs> that tempted to buy her then. But that's always turned my head. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. If I ever need fishnets for an action figure for typhoid Mary. <laughs> um, I think I've got. All of them. Oh, uh, sorry, Rob Pollock on Twitter. Oh Deadpool Wave, first appearance Deadpool, movie Deadpool, Domino. Oh, hang on, what? 
first appearance Deadpool yep. movie Deadpool mm-hmm. Domino Cable and Deadpool comic Cable okay Ladypool mm-hmm. Hydra Bob and a movie Colossus Build-A-Figure okay I'm surprised we haven't seen more Lady Pauls in this. Hydra Bob and Domino seem to be topping the most dreamed of. Do you mean Domino Domino or Copycat Domino? <laughs> or Tolliver Domino? <laughs> Christ. Unreadable. Unreadable. I just read it. It's awful. <laughs> Same story, it's crap. It is some of the artwork's crazy, like an aerial shot of cable and domino sharing a bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I think that's all I've got. I've got some other emails here, but they're more just in in general. Dream waves, okay, bang them out, yeah. Hopefully, they're not ones that. Oh goodness! Where did I? Mm. You had them on your phone, and I had to remind you you had them on your phone. <laughs> Was yeah, but where on your phone? It's someone who didn't go through one of our channels. I think they contacted me like personally. Don't worry, Aster Productions. We have your email um, here. Wasn't there one on SoundCloud? There was. Um, he sent a lovely message. Oh, bollocks. Oh, is he saying, what about There's me? There's messages on SoundCloud, that one. Okay, Aster Productions says, Hi, Glenn and Craig. Dewey here. Hope you guys are well. I'm messaging you, of course, with my Deadpool Dreamwave. So without waffling on too much, here they are. Deadpool movie version with Hello Kitty Backpack. Weapons, katanas, and swappable head. What kind of head? Unmasked. Unmasked, I would assume. With a Hugh Jackman paper thing over the front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Colossus movie version with handcuffs. That's a great accessory. I wish I'd have thought of that. Um, which you can oh, attach yeah. to the Deadpool figure. I'd do him coming with Deadpool's hand, flipping the bird. Oh, that's true. Yep. Negasonic Teenage Warhead movie version, either in her yellow and black costume or the black coat costume. For me, it has to be yellow and black. Yeah. If there's a choice. Yeah, I assume she wore it over the top, right, and it burns off. Is that what she does? It's just, I thought it was more of a force thing. Like, I don't know. Uh, Like, I assume the suit's made by, you know. Yeah. But then I don't know. Like, Unstable molecules. Like, is it blasted off? Marrow comic version, copycat comic version, Psylocke Ooh. comic version. Do you want that blue and white haired copycat thing from the comic? Yeah, I quite like copycat. Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> we need a new Psylocke. We really do. I mean, we got one in the SDCC thing a few years ago, but. Yeah, that's. It's not great. No. She. Yeah, we need a new Psylocke. I feel like those legs are made for Psylocke. The, the like, chunky thigh yeah. ones, yeah. She'd rock those. Yeah. Flat flat foot, no heel. We don't need high heels on that. No. <laughs> the builder figure for this wave would be either Bishop or oh. Angel. Okay, Bishop's a good one, I think. Does he mean Angel Dust? 
Oh, Gina Carano. <laughs> Probably not. I have based my choices on, of course, the main movie characters as one half of the wave, and others are comic characters, specifically characters who have been affiliated or been members of X Force. The wave would have a good gender balance, mm-hmm. too, with there being three male characters and three female characters, making it a good mix. Of course, I think Psylocke would be a good seller, seeing as she will be in X Men Apocalypse. I chose Maru also, as I recognised her cameo in Deadpool. Yep. Isn't it great, even though we're doing dream waves, we think of what would sell well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We could have anything, but we're like, oh no. Alternate head for yeah. Hydra Bob, that'll sell really well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I chose Maru as I recognised her cameo in Deadpool after seeing that Craig received a custom of her around Christmas. That's right. I think Bishop or Angel slash Archangel okay. would be cool as they are fairly large characters suitable for a builder figure. Especially Angel as they would have would be able to incorporate larger wings than if they were to single card than if they were to single card release him. Have him up there. Yeah. Yeah. The wings kinda of don't really bend in ways you want them to. I hate those wings. I hate them. Every wave has that one peg warmer and this wave it would be copycat. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> She, she obviously was adapted as a non-mutant character in the Deadpool movie, movie, but I thought I'd include her comic counterpart in order to balance the gender amongst the characters of this wave, as we do not really get a lot of female Marvel legends, mm-hmm. but things seem to be getting better, especially with a strong selection of them coming this year. Yep. So I'll finish here as I don't want to keep this going too long, so thanks guys for taking your time to read my list. And I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on my choices. Pour on the power and um, bye. Thanks, Dewey. Yep. As ever, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Well, half of his wave is half of my wave, except he envisioned a lot better accessories for his than I did. (laughs) (laughs) But Marrow was one of your picks. That's right. Uh And I did have Psylocke was high up on my list at first, because when I went in, I was like, it's just going to all be Uncanny X-Force. Like, it was it was Deathlock, Phantom X, Angel, <laughs> Wolverine, Dead, uh, X-Force, Deadpool, and Psylocke. Yeah, I'd buy all of that wave. That's good. I had one more on my phone. I don't know where I... Um... Was it a, a dream wave? Or was it just a... Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, dream wave. I think someone sent me it on Twitter and I took a screenshot so I wouldn't lose it and now I've lost it. Maybe that's... I've got some emails here that aren't related to the Dreamwave. Yeah, you read... Oh no, here we go. I've got it. John McCauley on Twitter said Deadpool wave, Deadpool, Lady Deadpool with head pull, kid pull <laughs> with two lightsabers and dog pull. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Okay. Is that one figure or two? What, is that six? What is that? Deadpool. Uh-huh. Lady with... Deadpool with head pull. Right, okay. Kid pull uh-huh. with two lightsabers and dog pull. So that's three figures. We've yep. got. Right, got you. Cable, Hydropob, pool <laughs> madcap okay that's two of my picks there and the bath panda pool 
Oh, okay. Phew. There's a lot going on there. Yep, it's a lot of pull. <laughs> um, so, I've got a, an email from Tom Kelshaw here. There's a first and most important patron, Baron's email. Oh, goodness, yep. Classic, huh? Still unseen in the Civil War trailers, right? Is Baron Zemo going to be in it? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Well, that's got me quite excited. Yeah, I think he'll probably see the same fate as Baron Strucker from Age of Ultron. Just get knocked out of a frying pan, walk into a door or something. It's like here's a picture of him being killed. <laughs> <laughs> you had $260 million and you couldn't show us that? <laughs> um, so the Baron says, what up, Glenn? And what's his name, Callum? Who knows? Uh, your first, Callum? Yeah. Oh, goodness. That's if you were born in Essex. <laughs> that's a good Scottish name, isn't it? Callum? <laughs> oh, is it? I thought so. Oh, no. I feel like that's the only way is Essex. Oh, okay. <laughs> Callum Best. Means nothing to me. George Best's son. No, I only know people called, like, McCallum. And no, he's, like, one of those, like, people who's just famous a scum. for... Shag and Kenny Katona. Yeah, yeah, that kind of person. Darren Day. Um, he said, your first and still most important patron, Baron Zemo, here, thanking you for some great pods over the last few months. First off, for Glenn, a Taskmaster recommendation. The four-issue miniseries by Fred Van Lente is excellent and on Marvel Unlimited, but it's a funny series that uses his power in really inventive ways. So there you are. If you ever wanted to read more about Taskmaster, that's yep. somewhere to start. Thank now... You. Some quick questions for both of you. Yes, even you, Greg. <laughs> Fuck you, Zemo. <laughs> Number one. Why do you think WB, is that uh, Warner Brothers, are unwilling to give the Mad Max toy licence out? Is it tied up in some legal mumbo-jumbo that would, much like mixing X-Men and Avengers, make the figures illegal? <laughs> is it Warner Brothers who put out... Mad Max, I have no idea. I don't know if George Miller has control over. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think that um, people like companies don't realize how little money there is in action figures. Okay. So when you think of NECA putting out Mad Max action figures, you don't know if that's maybe about money and someone thinks that's. Yeah. Like, I know there's a lot of like Japanese companies Mm -hmm. when. You know, video games, yep. characters, franchises that are controlled by Japanese companies. And um, like I've heard Neko, you know, say they contact them and they want, you know, like six million, you know, dollars <laughs> to uh-huh. make action figures. And it's like... You're not going to get anything near that yeah, back. Like Neko basically probably break even on making action figures. Mm-hmm. They make their money on selling T-shirts and backpacks and wallets. Yeah. And stuff, I think head knockers. a lot of it is making stuff that's not hot. They make stuff that's like Gremlins or yeah. Aliens. You know, the license is really cheap for them to get. Because those alien figures in Forbidden Planet are going nowhere. They're not selling. Those Pacific Rim figures ain't going anywhere. <laughs> I know people say they're really popular. I don't see it in the shop. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so who knows? I'd love to see Fury Road action figures. But as to why there aren't any, I, I contacted NECA personally on Twitter and they said they reached out. Okay. And we're told that no. Right. So, 
Hmm. Well, question two. When is Craig finally going to realise that Glenn has been killed and replaced? How were the fact that he's been buying Marvel Universe figures not a blatant clue? <laughs> to be honest, that's, that's why this whole podcast is coming to an end. I can't fucking even stand to be in the room with a guy who's given money for those Marvel dangleberries <laughs> hanging off a dog's arsehole of the toy industry. Marvel Legends. He He's making out that because they've written the word Legends on the packet, it's okay for him to buy it. He knows what he's doing. He knows what's going on. Na, 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 na. How do the views go on those? Are they as equally as popular as Marvel <laughs> Legends? Or I'm just wondering. I've only done a handful. Yeah. It's not like I've gone all in. No, but... The ones I've done, they're in the mix. Okay. Are they more popular than reviews of Mockingbird and Sharon Carter? Yes. <laughs> but that's because they're Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. and that sort of thing. So Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So, so, you know, some, some part of, you know, my YouTube channel is being a service provider. <laughs> yes. You know, you kind of realize you reach a certain level with an audience that, you know. If you're not giving them what they want. Like sometimes when I'm out in the shops, it I do think people would like to see me review this. Uh-huh. You know, it, I wouldn't buy it, but yeah. and those are instances where I'm like, you know, like Wonder Woman. Yeah, well, I, I doubt I'll ever review that. Did you ever get the movie Masters or whatever that multiverse version no. of her? No, I looked and then just gave up halfway through. About four figures deep, I was like, oh. <laughs> I haven't even bothered to look to the back of the shelf. <laughs> um, number three, SDCC Marvel Legend exclusive predictions. I think a Netflix supporting cast four-pack is going to happen featuring the, cla- the crazy lady upstairs with the dead brother from Jessica Jones. Oh my goodness. The old lady that made... Aurora? That's North yeah. Star and Aurora, right? That's my theory. I guess so. <laughs> the old lady that made Foggy and Karen food and Daredevil. Hope with prison beaten face extra heads and Kingpin's mum with a saw. <laughs> Pour on the power. Thanks, Baron Zemo Thomas Gilshaw. Oh, I've forgotten how much I love Daredevil. Him <laughs> saying that. It's like, oh yeah. What, just the mum with a saw though? Just all of it. Well, that was Jessica Jones though. Oh. The sis- the her upstairs. Oh yeah, I'm was getting confused Jess- Yeah, exactly. And then there was the, wom- the old woman that made Foggy and Karen food. She was getting evicted or something, wasn't she? Oh, she could yeah. barely speak English. And... Oh, yeah. I wasn't too keen on her, no. actually. But I mean, sister. I'm sorry. If you're making the sporting cast, I need four night nurse. <laughs> you know, just four night nurse. I'd buy infinite number of them. But that was always my theory with those... Were they twins? I think they must be. I was like, that's North Star and Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> like Aurora full-on yeah, sex mode. Yeah. <laughs> She didn't have the sort of horny thing that Aurora has, though. I think it's really funny. Like, one minute she's a nun, the next she's rubbing her fanny on the door, you know? <laughs> In Alpha Flight, don't know what to do about it. <laughs> she's the wonder. It's like, just humour it. Hopefully it'll stop. But she's having it off with a robot. <laughs> Um, 
Thank you, Baron Zemo. Then we have a message from Duncan, who sends his best regards as Kel Varnson. Says that's possibly a pseudonym. <laughs> Does that mean anything to you, Kel Varnson? I don't think so, oh. but we all know my brain's turned into mush, so... It is. He's very old. <laughs> Duncan Kel Varnson says, Hi, Craig and Glenn. Just writing in to say I really enjoy listening to your podcast. You display an extensive knowledge of the subject matter and seem to have a real passion for it whilst avoiding the pitfall of being too blindly devoted and overly positive, to say the least. <laughs> Are you saying we're... A bunch of moaning minions. Oh, I've knocked my recorder down. Is it still red? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he says, really liked the podcast concerning the recent start of the all-new, all-different Marvel Comics run. Might I suggest perhaps doing an update of your opinion of the run and of or your opinions on the original Marvel Civic War, Civil War comic event in the run-up to the Civil War movie coming in April. In short, keep up the good work. Looking forward to future podcasts. Best regards. Sorry, Kel. <laughs> yeah, we, we would have done. Yeah. But can we do a brief... Sure. sure. Well, let's... Different uh, Marvel? Yeah. Are you reading anything? Only thing I'm reading right now is I'm reading the Deadpool ongoing, and uh-huh. then I'm reading Spider-Man and Deadpool. Did you pick up any others that you stopped, and what did you think of those? Oh, Drax, of course. Uh-huh. Drax was your biggest, about. your biggest toot, <laughs> and that's te- it's awful. How it? wrong was I? Is it still going? Oh, yeah, I think because so. they're starting to, yeah, cancellations kicking yep. in, right? Yeah, they're going to um, get the chaff away. I read Vision, which you really liked, uh-huh. and I wasn't. I was yeah. kind of like, yeah, it's good, but I wasn't compelled right. to pick up another issue. Uh-huh. So, the, does she kill the Grim Reaper in the first one? Did you get to right that at bit? the end? Yeah, I fucking loved that. And then she buries him in the back garden. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, <laughs> she fucking bees. That was awesome. Was there anything? Squirrel Girl number one. Yep. Did you read Spider Man, Doctor Strange, any Avengers, X Men? No, I read maybe a Contest of Champions. Okay. Which I actually quite enjoyed. Oh, right. Bizarre. Yeah, it was kind of like um, <clears throat> really setting up various different comics. It was like an issue zero for lots of different, all new, okay, all different Marvel titles. Yeah, I remember that was one of the first one to come out, yeah. actually, Contest Um I've been reading, and I'm still reading, Amazing Spider-Man. I'm enjoying that. Are you? Yeah. Because I listen to the Spider-Man Crawl Space podcast uh-huh. and they like tear it apart. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, anything in particular? Um, I don't know. I kind of can't really think why. Just everything, really. Like, it's very... Like, they don't seem to find anything positive to say about it. It's it's very different for Spider-Man, which is something I kind of enjoy. It's very superhero-y. There's not a lot of Peter Parker misery in it. It's very different... But I like how you know it's all going to come crashing down. You know, you know that that's not going to be Spider Man forever. So I like the feeling that this 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 time this bad guy launches against them, it's going to ruin everything. Mm-hmm. His life's going to be so terrible. So I kind of I kind of like all that different locations. Cloak and Dagger were in it. That's kind of cool. You know. Oh, um, <clears throat> Astonishing Ant Man. I read. I okay. Like that. Okay. I've read Illuminati. Didn't, it's alright, didn't really get into it um, I read the first issue of Karnak 
And I thought that was alright, I was going to keep on reading And then they didn't release one for like four months oh. So I kind of was like, I'm not getting any further into this Doctor Strange, I'm loving It's not ideal, but it's at least a good Doctor Strange story um, What else? I read Devil Dinosaur, that was awful Drax issue one and two, absolutely dreadful well, Mo- Devil Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur That's was right, the yeah. first one to be cancelled, right? Or was it? Yeah okay. No, Black Knight was first to go. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And I never read Black that. Knight was the first to go, and that's why Moon Girl stuck in my head, because they were saying that's actually the lowest-selling yeah. one. And yeah. then it's next on the chopping block, potentially. It's terrible. Really bad. Howling Commandos, that was another that's one they right. were saying that's really uh-huh. down there in sales. I feel like I've read The Silver Surfer. quite enjoyed that. But I don't know if that was something I read or I dreamed it. <laughs> That's Dan Schlott, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, I feel like I'm reading something else as well. Vision, as I said, which I really enjoy. Again, it's all coming, you know, you feel the impending doom coming. It destroys. I like seeing the Vision when he's not the Vision. Like when he comes home, he doesn't get to relax. He's still the Vision, but he's trying to have a family. It's, It's really weird and I like it. I read The Scarlet Witch and that was terrible. I had booted The Vision and tooted The Scarlet Witch, but I totally mm. booted the wrong team there. Anyway, and Civil War, did you read the original Civil War event? No. No, it's crap. <laughs> I've skimmed it. it. wasn't too great. So there we are. Oh, that's a lot, of, a lot of correspondence there, huh? Yep. And that's it. <clears throat> the end. That end. Normally say, well, guys, let us know what you think in the comment, blah, 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 blah. But we're not going to do that this we time. We just don't care anymore because we're free. <laughs> well, you're free. I have to edit this. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> or do I? <laughs> yeah. Does it matter anymore? Um, well, do, do you want people to contact you or are you just oh that's right well we could get out our cutting them loose (laughs) (laughs) disappearing in the background um well if you yeah we will still be on the internet and we're still people (laughs) yeah we live we're not dead i mean my youtube channel is not going anywhere and um all my video descriptions on youtube you can find where i am on facebook twitter Mm -hmm. instagram if yep. you need a bit of Glenn in your life. Yeah. And I, I always go by ni- my name everywhere, Craig Warwick. So if you're looking for my YouTube channel, just Google Craig Warwick. Yep. Um, you'll find me on Instagram and Twitter. Don't do much on Twitter. Try to do more on Instagram. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, you're a, you're a bit of a mum and a dad when it comes to Facebook. What's that? Well, it's like my mum is now friends with me on Facebook, so that's an instant, like... Oh, right. <laughs> I need to get off of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we are. We're done. That's it. So, um, thanks very much for pouring yes. on the power with us for the past however long, eight months. I don't know how long it's been. Yes. Something like that since Avengers Two came out. Yeah. What is it you said? It's not about the destination it's about the journey absolutely it's a japanese way of thinking that cheered me up yeah don't focus on the goal focus on what you've learned yeah from the experience of trying to reach the goal yeah i mean 
Sorry, we can't continue to do this, but needs must. Yeah. We don't have the fucking will. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost 40, for God's sake. <laughs> I'm 72. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly 40, how dare you. <laughs> Um, so yeah that's us finished I guess we'll see what the chat room's saying but as far as the podcast itself is concerned go pour on the power elsewhere I guess <laughs> yeah and I will say obviously Patreon if you are supporting us on Patreon that will finish yeah, it's, yeah we're not so, taking um, your money yeah <laughs> and this I don't know what's ha- we don't really know what's happening to episodes that are already online do yeah we? we're, not, we're not sure what soundcloud does when you stop paying them we don't understand the, the internet and um its ways oh just very quickly um astro productions dewey sent us when he found out we were finishing a few days ago he oh sent yeah us we've a message. good old faithful gary rickleman has done similar okay uh, dewey says hey guys dewey here again i'm messaging you once more following the news that this will be your last episode so I thought I'd message you here rather than just talk in the comments of the live stream. He's messaging on SoundCloud this message. I'd like to thank you both for the hours of joy and laughter this podcast has brought to me, lifting my spirits during difficult times. I really wish the podcast wasn't ending, but I know the reason for it ending is for the best possible circumstances for both of you. It's like we're getting divorced. So instead of crying that it's over, I will smile because the podcast happened. So I'm going to stop being cringy now and just finish up here. You guys are awesome. I know, right? And wish you all the best. Always continue pouring on the power. Mm, bye. Nice. Um, let me see what... Bam, 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 bam. Jesus Rodriguez says, I just wanted to say thank you for all the laughs and great times on listening to this podcast. Both of you guys are awesome. Thank you, Glenn and Chris. <laughs> oh, this is Jesus that called me Chris and wanted me to make a jacket for Ben, right? I mean Craig, LOL. Oh, okay. For being part of our weekly news. Hope to see you guys again. Pour on the power, my friends. Yeah, we're going nowhere, Jesus. Well, the podcast is, but we ain't. <laughs> And then you said oh. Gary sent us something. He says you guys can't go anywhere before reviewing bats versus soups. I don't even know if I was going to go see it. You weren't. Let alone review it. I was going to describe it to you, and then you were going to boot her to it. <laughs> but if you must sign off. I, as the show's night thrasher, was proud to lend my time and support from the beginning. The show will be missed. My absolute favourite episode was episode 10 with the boot or two of the all-new, all-different Marvel titles. That was fun. Do you have a favourite episode? You know, I have favourite, like, memories from all of them. You know, it's more... I couldn't tell you what episode things happened in. Okay. But when we're killing ourselves laughing about fat and my whip bread... <laughs> You know? That's probably the what the most we've laughed like ever. That was Fatima Whitbread shot put, right? The video game. <laughs> it was. You know, just when that sort of shit happened, I can't remember other times. I mean, I enjoyed more things that were 
you know, maybe not movie reviews, but like talking about what our favourite comics were, memorable deaths, best battles, those kind of things. The ones that people didn't listen to. Yeah, the ones that people (laughs) didn't go for because they weren't like big events. Yeah. You know. I would say my favourite episode is when we re-employed the cast of the X-Men movies into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. (laughs) That was one where... We had no idea what we were going to we do. We were so Avengers. desperate. We were like, oh my God, like how, casting the Avengers? How how are we going to do it? And then just like two minutes before we started recording, we're like, oh my God, that's a great idea. Let's go for it. We really just took lemons and made lemonade. <laughs> we really did. Oh. So yes, thank you all. Yep, indeed. And uh, we'll see you on our own YouTube channels, on various social media and uh, in Smith's, I guess, up at Fort Canard, if you want to hang out there. <laughs> Should we do it one last time? Sure. On three? Yep. One, two. Pour, Pour on, on the power! power. See ya.